Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. I'm Joe Conway, WTOP Traffic. Now the chilling part of this segment. It's the forecast from 7 News First Alert meteorologist Mark Pena. Mostly clear conditions in the forecast tonight, but that's going to lead to a bitterly cold night ahead with temperatures dropping into the single digits and teens with a northwest wind 5 to 15 miles an hour. It'll be feeling close to zero with those wind chills. Now tomorrow begins a gradual warming trend, but still cold. Highs in the low 30s with lots of sunshine. I'm 7 News meteorologist Mark Pena and the First Alert Weather Center. Annandale, 21 degrees. It's 19 in Germantown, 20 at DuPont Circle. In Friendship Heights, 19 degrees. Factor in the wind. Feels like it is 4 degrees outside. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening, I'm Ian Crawford. Coming up. To promote safety, he shovels. You scrape and push the snow, and and then you scoot it. I'm Dick Yoliano. A man convicted of killing two local police officers is released from prison early. We're still grieving. I'm Grace Newton. Legal fees are piling up for one area school system. I'm Luke Lukert. Your home heating system's not working. It could be something simple. I'm Kate Ryan. And we'll check on residential treatment facilities for teens dealing with fentanyl addiction. 7 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour. Sponsored by Staples. I'm Matt Piper. It appears to be a two-person race in the lead-up to Tuesday's New Hampshire primary on the Republican side. With Ron DeSantis focusing in South Carolina, it's Donald Trump and Nikki Haley crisscrossing the Granite State. Correspondent Kately Huey Burns is there. Competing for New Hampshire, Donald Trump and Nikki Haley are questioning each other's fitness for office. At a rally here, Trump confused Haley for Nancy Pelosi, blaming her for security failures on January 6th. Let's be clear. I wasn't in the Capitol on January 6th. I wasn't in office on January 6th. He mentioned it three times. He got confused. But Trump maintains a commanding lead in the polls here, and he's rolling out key endorsements from Haley's home state. The frigid temperatures coupled with ice and snow are now blamed for more than 80 deaths across the country. Rob Ellis is a meteorologist with CBS News Chicago with the cold temps there, but a warm-up next week. I think Monday and Tuesday we will have some wintry mix. The timing here is Monday night and into very early Tuesday before we get above freezing, and we should stay above freezing three days as we head into the end of the week. At least two U.S. troops in Iraq were injured when their air base came under fire from what U.S. officials say were rockets and missiles from Iranian-backed militias. Our David Martin says it's the latest in an uptick of attacks since the start of the Israel-Hamas war. There have now been more than 140 attacks against U.S. troops' locations in Iraq and Syria since the war between Israel and Hamas began. Although the attacks are carried out by local militias, the U.S. says Iran, which funds and arms the militias, is ultimately responsible. David Martin, CBS News, Washington. Rallies nationwide today called Bigger Than Row. Women gathered in major cities as well as in Washington to march for abortion rights. Speaker Frankie Sebron addressed supporters at the nation's capital. We are here today to again call on our elected officials and let them know that we deserve bodily autonomy, y'all. This is not this is not a question. Everyone who works at Sports Illustrated got pink slips yesterday, but its owners say the brand will, quote, continue to evolve and grow in a way that serves sports news readers. 
Alex Weprin is with The Hollywood Reporter. Authentic Brands Group says they are trying to find a new licensor, someone to take it on. So there is a glimmer of hope here that maybe the brand can survive in some form, but we just don't know yet. The question is, will someone buy it and will they keep it running? Will they invest in it or will they continue this slow decline that we've seen over the last few years? Once a weekly publication, Sports Illustrated was reduced to a monthly in 2020. This is CBS News. Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. 703 this Saturday, January 20. 19 degrees, a cold and clear night. Good evening, I'm Michael Toscano. The top local stories we are following this hour. Homes and businesses in northwest and some of northeast D.C. remain under a boil water advisory this hour. It's affecting D.C. water customers from the National Zoo to the Maryland line. When a water utility such as D.C. Water announces a boil water advisory, it means a condition has occurred in the water distribution system that could, underscore could, cause the water to be contaminated. The utility says this is a precaution. So far, there are no reports of any problems. The low water pressure problem in D.C. means fecal contamination or other disease-carrying organisms could enter the system. People should be on the lookout for illnesses that cause diarrhea, cramps, nausea, headaches, or other symptoms. Infants, young children, the elderly, and those with severely compromised immune systems may be at the highest risk of getting sick. Dan Ronan, WTOP News. As you've been hearing on the 8s here on WTOP, Knowles Avenue between Beach Drive and Weymouth Street in Kensington is closed because of a water main break. This closure is likely to persist for an extended time because of a partial road collapse. During repairs, you might experience low water pressure or no water service. WSSC tells WTOP that six customers are affected by the water main break. WSCC water shut off the water, but there's no word on when repairs will be completed. Stay with WTOP. As we learn more, we'll bring it to you. A retired firefighter has taken it upon himself to keep the sidewalks clear in his neighborhood, which is a busy stretch of old Georgetown Road. Living near downtown Bethesda, Richard Hoy cannot fathom leaving the nearby sidewalks ice and snow covered. There's a synagogue on this section. There are a couple churches here, bus stops, primary pedestrian path. So folks don't walk on the four-lane road. After the recent snow, he used a shovel affixed to a 36-inch wheel. You scrape and push the snow into a big lump on the end of the shovel, and then you scoot it. He also has a snow blower and a diesel-powered skid steer. Why does he do it? First, to prevent deaths and injuries. Also, to encourage and empower people to walk. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. It's 7.06. A man convicted of killing two Prince George's County police officers has been released several years early, and this decision is receiving some pushback. I believe in the system. I believe in returning citizens. They are a vital part of our community. But... Mr. Logan took two deputy sheriffs from us. Prince George's County Sheriff John Carr tells NBC4 he was a new recruit when James Logan shot and killed Sergeant James Arnault and Deputy Elizabeth Magruder in August 2002. The two officers were responding to an emergency psychiatric petition on Logan, who was experiencing a mental health crisis. We weren't locking him up. We were taking this individual to the hospital so that he could actually be evaluated for, for treatment and care. How do you explain that? 
Logan pleaded guilty and was given a 30-year sentence. But just before Christmas, it was announced he'll be released over seven years early. He got credits for good behavior in prison, allowing him to cut his sentence down. But the sheriff and victim's families say they're still healing. It hurts to this day the fact that Mr. Logan is now getting out. Grace Newton, WTOP News. Well, lawyers can cost a lot of money, which one school district in our area is learning firsthand. Montgomery County Public Schools is spending over 500% more on legal fees during this fiscal year than it did in the previous year. A report prepared for the school board last month shows the district spending over $487,000 through August of 2023. That's up from seventy-five grand the previous year. The majority of those legal fees come from two cases, one fighting a lawsuit filed by parents over its curriculum involving inclusivity, the parents allege the school system did not alert them when their children were reading books discussing gender and sexual orientation. A second lawsuit surrounding the promotion of Joel Beidelman, the former principal of a middle school who was elevated to the role despite receiving 18 complaints of sexual harassment. Luke Luger, WTOP News. A pharmacy delivery man is under arrest for allegedly sexually assaulting an 83-year-old woman with dementia in Bethesda. Charging documents indicated allegedly happened when 65-year-old Bethesda resident Yuri Robdegan entered the woman's home on East-West Highway during a pharmaceutical delivery back on January 10th. Well, coming up, after traffic and weather, a big win for NBC and Comcast with the first streaming-only NFL game. It's 7.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go now to Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. And thank you so very much. Plenty to talk about if you're making your way through the Waldorf area, dealing with a pretty dramatic situation. Route 5, Meadowman Beantown Road had been shut down as of now. It uh, looks like the right side of the roadway is blocked off in both directions. So if you're headed north or southbound, you have traffic, uh, you have the far left lane available to you. There are delays as of now. Pretty dramatic, but you should be able to get by then a few minutes, so long as you follow police direction. Elsewhere, if you're making your way northbound on the BW Parkway, still dealing with that crash as you make your way uh, past 197. On your approach towards 198, you got plenty of delays there as well. Southbound side, just slowing down for the rubbernecking. I-95, up to speed in both directions. Northbound 270. Now, we were suspicious about this crash, but sounds like it has been confirmed. It's just past 370. Northbound 270. Past the exit for 370. Right side is still blocked. Looks like you got two lanes available to you over on the left-hand side. And now we're hearing reports of some debris in the roadway. Northbound headed past the Bucky's Town Pike. Unclear how many lanes are affected, but we're not really seeing any delays right now. Regardless, just be extra cautious there and watch out for your tires, of course. Down in Virginia, I-95 northbound. You're slow going from 17 all the way up towards the Centerport Parkway where you'll find that crash. Currently blocking the right-hand side of the roadway and the ramp to exit 136 is currently closed. You're going to have to find the following exit. Again, delays back towards 17. Past 136, it's a straight shot all the way up towards the Springfield Interchange. The WTOP Traffic Studio is furnished by Regency Furniture. Celebrate Regency's 34th anniversary with savings up to 34% off furniture for every room. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looked so good. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. And let's go over now to 7 News First Alert meteorologist Mark Pena. 
Another bitterly cold night ahead across the DMV as temperatures bottom out into the single digits and teens under mostly clear skies. But with northwest winds still 5 to 15 miles an hour, wind chill values will make it feel close to zero in the overnight hours. So bundle up if you happen to be outside and make sure you're checking in on your pets, your potted plants, and your neighbors. Make sure that they all have adequate heating. For tomorrow, a gradual warming trend begins with highs still below freezing, but just barely with lower 30s in the forecast by tomorrow afternoon. Another cold night ahead tomorrow night with temperatures back into the teens but by monday at least we're above freezing highs near 40 and lots of sunshine and by tuesday we're seeing mostly cloudy skies but above freezing again with highs in the low to mid 40s i'm seven news meet on smart pena in the first alert weather center a clear night 21 degrees in alexandria 22 in penn quarter it's 19 degrees in columbia brought to you by long fence save 25 percent on decks pavers and fences six months no payment no interest conditions do apply go to longfence.com Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Joan Doniger. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. NBC and Comcast have reason to celebrate the success of their first ever streamed only NFL playoff game between the Kansas City Chiefs and Miami Dolphins last weekend that was seen live on Peacock. Nielsen data shows there were 23 million viewers watching. The most streamed live event ever. But not everybody's celebrating. It makes me so angry as a consumer and an analyst. Moffat Nathanson, senior research analyst Michael Nathanson, says his reaction was the same as a lot of fans. So we have to pay six bucks more a month to get it for one night. But a lot of people did. Sensor Tower data finds the game, which, yes, Taylor Swift attended, helped boost mobile app downloads nearly 300% more than the previous weekend. So this may be the way of the future. But Nathanson notes, you can drop streamers pretty easily. Over a couple of years, let's say a year and a half, you can turn your entire base out. In the meantime, Amazon has a deal now with Diamond Sports to provide streaming for baseball, NBA, and NHL games in some local markets. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Joan Doniger on WTOP. And coming up on WTOP, how residential treatment facilities might help teens addicted to fentanyl. It's seven twelve. At this very moment, Doctors Without Borders is on the ground in communities around the world. Delivering life-saving medical care where it's needed most. Our teams are bandaging war-wounded patients caught in the crossfire in Sudan, providing clean drinking water in Haiti, and performing emergency C-sections in Yemen. Doctors Without Borders teams are in over 70 countries worldwide, bringing patients from sick to recovering, from emergency to aid, from crisis to care. This life-saving work is made possible by our movement of supporters. People like you, who help our patients even when they're half a world away. At Doctors Without Borders, we won't stop working to bring our patients and their communities from crisis to care. This new year, get started on your next success with University of Maryland Global Campus. Apply by February 12th and we'll waive your application fee. An accredited state university, UMGC offers online and hybrid classes along with more than 125 degrees and certificates in in-demand fields like business, cybersecurity, healthcare, and more. Gain the skills and credentials you need to achieve your career goals. Pay no application fee if you apply by February 12th. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by CHEV. Coming up, we're monitoring our cold weather and deadly cold and winds across much of the nation. More news in 60 seconds. My name is Estella and I live in Northern Virginia. I am a family of four. As a college student and I work full time, it is difficult. 
When food is running low and you have three small mouths to feed, it's scary. Having food for my family was critical for my success in school. I hope to provide for my kids and just watch them flourish. One in three of our DMV neighbors faces hunger. Hear their stories at hungerishere.org. Brought to you by the Capital Area Food Bank. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 7.15. I'm Michael Toscano. Thanks for riding with us. Serious business now. As more teens overdose on fentanyl, schools and parents are facing a horrific drug crisis. Residential treatment facilities appear to be a useful, effective tool for some of these kids, but there are barriers to treatment, including limited access and the cost, we're talking more than $25,000 a month. WTOP's Dimitri Sotis speaks with Caroline King. She's an emergency medicine resident at Yale University, and she's part of a team that published new research about this in Health Affairs Journal. They discuss the value and the challenges of residential treatment facilities. For many children with opioid use disorder, outpatient treatment is a great option and often where we start. But for some children, outpatient treatment either doesn't work or isn't accessible to them. And for those children, they may need residential treatment to treat their opioid use disorder. We did a research study where we called every residential treatment facility that treats adolescents with opioid use disorder in the United States that we could find. We previously released research that shows that only a quarter of those sites actually offer evidence-based treatment. And equine treatment, equine therapy was more common than evidence-based treatment, including medications that work for kids like buprenorphine. This research project showed that not only is care not always evidence-based, it's extraordinarily expensive. So the average cost of treatment for a month of treatment is around $26,000, which is twice the annual federal poverty level in the United States for a single-family household. Half of facilities require some upfront payment, almost $30,000 in upfront payment before kids even get there. And 23 states, including Washington, D.C., do not have either a residential treatment facility or a facility that accepts Medicaid. So there is very unequal access that is not always evidence-based that is extraordinarily expensive despite that in the United States. In studying the problems, could you see some solutions? Or is this thing in such a bad way right now that it's a bit difficult to untangle it? Good question. One solution is that we need to expand access in primary care settings for addiction treatment. So everyone should be able to turn to their pediatrician if their family is in a crisis and know that they can receive safe and effective care there for their adolescent with opioid use disorder. In addition, we need better regulation in states and more funding to support better quality care and to improve access to treatment in states. Many states have opioid settlement funds and perhaps using some of those funds to ensure residential treatment access that's safe and effective and affordable for kids is one way to spend those funds. That's Caroline King, emergency medicine resident at Yale University. You can read more about her research on preventing young people from overdosing at WTOP.com. Just search health affairs. 
A quick look now at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. Areas of D.C. remain under a boil water advisory in the aftermath of the snowstorm. An Israeli airstrike in Syria kills at least five Iranian military advisors. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go to the WTOP Traffic Center and Carlos Ramirez. Thanks so much, Michael. We're watching I-95 in a few different spots now. If you're headed northbound, first you'll see those delays between about Route 17 and Falmouth, all the way up towards the Centerport Parkway. That crash been there a good while. It's still blocking the right-hand side of the roadway there. The ramp looks to be in the process of getting cleared up, but the right side of the roadway is still blocked, and it looks like you still cannot uh, actually access the Centerport Parkway as of this very moment. Seeing a lot of movement, though, that's why I was starting to say that it might have cleared, but not quite yet. We'll keep a close eye on it for you, though. If you're coming southbound on I-95, headed towards the exit for Triangle, that's exit 150, looks like the right lane is also blocked there, causing some delays, but looks like it's mostly just folks slowing down to look at the activity. Try to avoid that if you can. 66 is up to speed, and if you're making your way through Tyson's, Leesburg Pike, eastbound, just past Gallagher, Road approaching the Bellway. Got an accident scene there. Don't have eyes on it. I just see the delay itself. Unclear how many lanes might be affected. In Maryland, if you're headed along Route 5, Mattawoman and Beantown Road. Earlier, it was shut down. As of now, it looks like the right side is blocked in both directions. Headed just past Poplar Hill Road. Left lane gets by there in either direction. Any issues we had on 270 northbound, gone. And real quick, 16th Street, still dealing with that closure because of that fire department activity. Watch out between Aspen Street and Alaska Avenue. That's where you're going to see uh, the majority of those closures. Follow police direction. You don't need a job site. You need a hiring platform. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Thank you so much, Carlos. And let's hear from 7 News First Alert meteorologist Mark Pena. Another bitterly cold night ahead across the DMV as temperatures bottom out into the single digits and teens under mostly clear skies. But with northwest winds still 5 to 15 miles an hour, wind chill values will make it feel close to zero in the overnight hours. So bundle up if you happen to be outside and make sure you're checking in on your pets, your potted plants, and your neighbors. Make sure that they all have adequate heating. For tomorrow, a gradual warming trend begins with highs still below freezing, but just barely with lower 30s in the forecast by tomorrow afternoon. Another cold night ahead tomorrow night with temperatures back into the teens. But by Monday, at least we're above freezing. Highs near 40 and lots of sunshine. And by Tuesday, we're seeing mostly cloudy skies, but above freezing again with highs in the low to mid 40s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mark Pena in the First Alert Weather Center. It is 19 degrees outside of the WTOP studios, brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. And, you know, this is not the kind of weather when you want your heating system to fail. But what if it does? That's coming up on WTOP. It's 721. Hi, this is Matt Bibbo, General Manager at BMW of Sterling. There's a perception that repair costs at a BMW store can be too expensive. Stop already with the too expensive. Make sure to ask about value service. That's BMW's way of lowering repair expenses to compete with independent shops and repair facilities. You get factory trained technicians, manufacture parts with warranties, complimentary loaner cars, and lower costs. Ask about value service to learn about the significant savings that are available to you. Come see us at BMW of Sterling or visit us at BMWofSterling.com. 
Patrick was way behind on his IRS taxes. I was in way over my head. The total amount ended up being somewhere oh, just over $30,000. $30,000. Then the IRS came to collect. Started getting letter after letter. A lien had been filed against me. They were going to basically like hang me completely out to dry. He had to do something. That's when I reached out to Optima Tax Relief. Patrick's life quickly got a lot easier. It was very easy. Pretty much hands off. You know, they picked up the ball and ran with it. And how'd it go? I couldn't believe it. I had to ask like two or three times. I saved an incredible amount of money. How does Patrick feel about Optima? Couldn't be happier. They definitely helped me. Optima Tax Relief, the best place to call. They're the best in the business. Do what Patrick did and call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-893-4133. That's 800-893-4133. 800-893-4133. Optima Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Jack Frost is a slippery character. <laughs> With a nasty bag of tricks. Sleet and snow. Freezing rain and the big bad blizzard. Don't let him fool you. Depend on WTOP for traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. A winter weather advisory has just been issued. A lot of side streets remain unplowed. You'll know how to dress the kids to deal with Jack Frost. And you'll know when you can hit the road, Jack. WTOP News. Facts matter. This is WTOP News. It's 723. Many of the 96 animals seized from a roadside zoo in Virginia last month after an investigation by the state attorney general will not be returned. That is according to a ruling from a judge. Witnesses testified that several deceased animals and animal parts were found in a freezer on the property. They also described birds defecating on tortoises and dead goats lying in their pens during visiting hours. In his ruling, the judge found that prosecutors had proved beyond a reasonable doubt that the animals seized from the Natural Bridge Zoo were subjected to cruelty or inadequate care. The Roanoke Times reports that the judge ordered 57 of the 96 animals will be released to a humane society or animal shelter and put up for adoption. The other 39 were deemed healthy enough to be returned to that zoo. Well, your home's heating system works to keep you warm. Of course, we like that. But what do you do when it doesn't work? A local consumers organization has what we need to know. Not every call for service means you'll face a big bill when your heating system isn't working. Ron Etzion is president of Eli's Heating and Air Conditioning in Montgomery County, and he says there's often a simple fix to frosty homes. Can't tell you how many times I've gone to a uh, job site, and lo and behold, the homeowner hasn't changed the filter and it's clogged, and that causes a lot of problems. Clearing snow and ice from heat pumps outside is important, too, but because the unit has moving parts, he says be sure to turn off the system first. You know, you stick your broom or something, some bristles or whatever, and you don't want any ice flinging off and smacking you in the head or anything like that. Following the regular maintenance for the heating unit, whether gas or electric is also important. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55. And here's Frank Hanrahan. Baltimore is starting to pull away here in their divisional uh, round against Houston. It is the Ravens up 31 to 10 with the football. Five minutes left. Looking to just uh, cement this one. Lamar Jackson, two touchdown throws, two touchdown runs for the Ravens. Again, up 31 10, late fourth quarter. Baltimore, if this holds up, which is going to happen, it's going to host uh, its first ever AFC title game next Sunday. As they await the Chiefs-Bills winner, that game is tomorrow night from Buffalo. Later tonight, back in the NFC, San Francisco 
Big favorite hosting Green Bay. That's at 8 o'clock. Then tomorrow, Tampa Bay visiting Detroit. NBA uh, just underway. Wizards taking on the Spurs at Cap 1 Arena. Spurs with an early 24-22 lead over the Wiz. We're trying to snap a two-game losing skid. Both teams really struggling. Wizards 7-33. and Spurs 7-34. and Again, Spurs early 